It's Friday, ladies and gentlemen. We got a lot to dive into, and guess what? You are locked and loaded, ending your work week on the hottest show on the streets, the number one forum for all things Crimson Tide football news, notes, and information. That being in my own words, with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Appreciating every last one of you for checking us out on today as we bring you this show, as always, from Tuscaloosa. Streaming this to you on YouTube. And speaking of the uh, the YouTube channel, hit the YouTube channel. Go ahead and drop a thumbs up. Give a like on the show. Hit that subscribe button. Turning all of those notifications on so that way you can be provided with the best news, notes, updates, and analysis on your Crimson Tide. Also, speaking of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, be sure to, as always, to purchase your own individual copies of the magazine and have them sent to your door the link will be found in the description so if you want individual copies you can purchase individual copies of the magazine link will be found in the description those will be sent to your door we got a lot to get into a lot to talk about on today it's gonna be fun getting a chance to catch up with the man uh, Justin Smith, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine, as this recruiting trail really starting to heat up right now for 2021. But as always, we address the better half of the room, the man, the maestro, the legend, putting the flavor in your ear in the production studio. John Ivory, what's going on? It's Friday, brother. What's going on, TGIF? Hey, like the chat up and share the show with a friend. And uh, we got a hot show for y'all tonight. And we want y'all, we want you to be a part of the conversation. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358. The number to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. As we jump into it here, it, major shakeup happening in college football. And... Um, I remember on Wednesday, the Ivy League had announced that it was canceling all uh, all fall sports. It was canceling all fall sports. And uh, a lot of people felt like because the Ivy League was doing this, then uh, it would be a domino effect. Other programs, other institutions, other schools would kind of take that same pattern, kind of go in that same direction on the way home. From the show on Wednesday, I was listening to SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey. He was on, I think it was one of the ESPN you know, radio networks, and he was talking about how just because the Ivy League is doing this, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to dictate to how we run things here you know, in the Power Five. So at that point, I had a bit of an inkling of a hope in terms of a in terms of football, but then the very next day, you know, Thursday afternoon, yesterday, the bottom seems to the bottom seemed to have want to fall out there as reports came from ESPN, from the Athletic, from Brett McMurphy of Stadium about how the Big Ten, uh, the Pac-12, and the ACC all choosing to go to a conference-only model for fall sports, and you know, with this with this going on, you have the Big Twelve and the SEC. They have not done anything yet. Now, Commissioner Sankey talked about how the conference does not want to make a hasty move, a rushed move, a quick decision. They want to weigh everything out. Uh, Sankey has been talking about speaking with different team doctors, different medical people, statisticians, uh, analytics also. He's been talking with different leaders 
within each program of the SEC trying to figure out what's the best case of action, what's the best solution in terms of moving forward and wanting to have a season. So right now for the SEC, it's waiting until late July or early August to make the move. I know I know Sankey mentioned on Wednesday that the next three to five weeks will be very critical in terms of starting next week. You have part one of the six-week preseason practice plan that was approved by the NCAA Division I Council. And part one, which starts on July the 13th, is the mandatory eight hours of weight training, conditioning training, and also film study. So now that's what's going on with the SEC. But also the Big 12, Commissioner Bob Bowlesby, Commissioner Bowlesby of the Big 12, and also Baylor's AD Mark Rhodes, both kind of mentioned how they had an idea that the Big 10 would go and the conference only schedule direction. Now, Big 12 also wants to have a full schedule, a full slate, but it's keeping the conference only schedule as an option. So right now, SEC, Big 12 have not done anything yet. And, and what's interesting is here, let's say both of these two conferences continue to hold out. The beauty of this would be, this would give uh, the Big 12 an opportunity how bad does that conference want to play the Crimson Tide week one to open the college football season? Because as much as Greg Byrne, Crimson Tide athletic director, he wants to play USC. He desires to play the Trojans. He wants to open up the season playing against you know, the Pac-12 program. But with the Pac-12 trying to move into the conference-only model here and with USC flip-flopping every other week. One week USC is saying, USC is talking about, you know what, we're going to have the students back on campus, the student athletes will be back on campus, we'll have, you know, in-person classes, everybody will be here, we will play Alabama, we will be in pocket, we will be in pocket, and then the very next day, the Trojans are going, wait, wait, wait a minute, we misspoke, backtrack, backtrack, repurse, rewind, we spoke too quick, we spoke too soon, we don't know. Will, be, will more than likely have online classes. So with the USC continuing to flip-flop back and forth here, not quite sure what it wants to do, this is a big moment here for the Big 12. How badly does the Big 12 want to play the Crimson Tide? And in particular, TCU. This would be a huge matchup for the TCU Horned Frogs because this would be big for... It's brand, it'll be big for the program, big for the school, big for the conference. It'll be big for Gary Patterson, the head coach of the Horned Frogs. He's you know, one of my favorite coaches in college football, very underrated guy, good you know, defensive strategist, does a pretty good job also recruiting offensive talent. So it would be a, a huge draw. You know, marquee matchup would do good for ratings. And then also in terms of Alabama, this would get the Crimson Tide its first marquee matchup of the season prior to you know, facing Georgia at Bryant-Denny Stadium. So this would work really you know, for both teams. And then, and then the Crimson Tide would be able to keep the remainder of its non-conference regular season schedule. However, just for me here, the biggest plight that's happened between national media and, of course, U.S. the fans and also the student body at the University of Alabama has always been Bama's schedule not tough enough. 
not challenging enough, not fun enough, not enticing enough, not uh, competitive enough. Like it doesn't keep my attention. It doesn't keep my eyes glued on it. No offense, but nobody wants to see Alabama take on Kent State. Alabama's going to walk the dog on the Golden Flashes. No offense to Nick Saban. We know that's your alma mater, but let's, let's call a spade what it is. Alabama will two-step all over Kent State. Nobody wants to see that. That doesn't entice me. Alabama, Georgia State doesn't entice me. Alabama, Tennessee, Martin doesn't entice me. So I would love to see, you know, Alabama play four high-end Big 12 programs. That would be really awesome. If Alabama could play TCU and then play Oklahoma, Alabama-Oklahoma, that would hit. That would be a big-time matchup, especially with the offensive genius that Lincoln Riley is and how he's been able to hit on these quarterbacks. I would love to see Alabama play Texas this year. I mean, a repeat of a 2020 BCS title game off the 09 season. You would face Sam Ellinger at quarterback, Tom Herman, Nick Saban already owes Tom Herman a butt whooping from the 2014 year, first year of the college football playoff, the 2015 you know, semifinal Sugar Bowl matchup in New Orleans. Herman was the offensive coordinator for the Ohio State Buckeyes at the time, and the Buckeyes out-physicaled Alabama's defense. So this will be a butt-whooping that Nick Saban can finally hand to Tom Herman. We'll love to see Alabama play Texas. Wouldn't mind seeing Alabama play Oklahoma State or West Virginia or Baylor, any high-end Big 12 program to replace a Kent State, a Georgia State, a UT Martin, because those games just really don't get the fans, get the students to, you know, stay for four quarters and actually watch those games. Because let's be honest, those games, not enticing at all. But let's also say for all intents and purposes that both the SEC and the Big 12 cave in. That would hit you with a conference-only schedule. So four of the five Power Five, no conferences, Big Ten, ACC, Big 12, and Pac-12. They all play nine regular season regular season conference games. The, AC, the SEC, excuse me, only plays eight. So if Alabama were to go to a conference-only schedule, you would drop USC, uh, Kent State, Georgia State, UT Martin. You would have eight. Of course, it would have uh, eight SEC games, the six teams from the SEC West, and of course, Georgia and Tennessee that you would pull from the SEC East. Now, who would be the other two teams you could pull from the East to create maybe a 10-game you know, conference schedule? And I have the list up here as of right now. You would start the season off with Georgia on September, on September 19th. That'll be fun. Instead of playing Georgia State, how about, not Georgia State, instead of playing Kent State, how about South Carolina for that next game? That'd be awesome. I enjoyed my trip to williams Bryce Stadium last year in Columbia. I mean, that was a fun matchup. Uh, Ryan Holinsky, quarterback as a freshman, went out there, put 23 points on the board against the Alabama defense. He moved the ball up and down the field. Now, of course, the Gamecocks will not have Shai Smith or Brian Edwards at wide receiver. It will have to replace Rico Dowdle at running back, but will must champ more times than not is able to field a pretty solid defense. So South Carolina, now that would be an interesting matchup. Of course, Alabama would continue having Ole Miss on the schedule next, followed by Arkansas, Mississippi State, you know, Tennessee, LSU, all of those matchups. And then in place of UT Martin, how about Florida? Florida would be a really good pool here. 
Remember back in the day in the 1990s, mid-2000s, Alabama, Florida, that was a really nice rivalry there. Now, of course, there's no more Steve Spurrier, no more Urban Meyer, but still, Florida, a power program. Kyle Trask, pretty good quarterback right there. Florida returns some solid pieces, some big pieces defensively, and that would be a matchup that would entertain the fans, get the fans involved. That would be a good matchup. And then last but not least, you would still have you know, Texas A&M on the schedule, and you would end up with Auburn. So, 10-game, you know, conference-only look there for the Crimson Tide as I would add in the likes of South Carolina and Florida from the East to join Georgia and Tennessee to put that 10-game matchup together. So, what this does, as long as, as, as well as keeping, you know, fans, you guys on your feet, on your toes, because there would be no gimme matchups. Every game will be a gut check. Every game would be high energy. Every game would be high ratings. Every game would be kind of entertaining and fun to watch. But along with that, think about this. If the first game of the season is against Georgia to open up the year, you would have two weeks to prepare for the Bulldogs which means potentially an extra week of fall camp. This would mean more practice time, more time to get players caught up to speed, more time to make sure everybody knows what they're doing, more time to get wired in, lasered in, focused in on the dogs. And we all know this, when Coach Saban has time to prepare for the opposition, he excels, he goes through it with flying colors. So an opportunity to get really prepared, really focused, really locked in on Georgia as you would have two weeks to focus on the Bulldogs, maybe even an extra week or so of fall camp. But, you know, Todd fans definitely want to hear from you guys. I mean, what do you think of all of this? Do you see the Big 12 holding out? Do you see the Big 12 manning up, TCU playing Alabama? If that was to happen, how fun would that be? How entertaining would that be? How exciting would that be? If both conferences cave in, how would Alabama look like with the conference-only schedule? Would it hit? Would it be enticing? Would it be something that you would want to look forward to seeing? Going back to, you know, you guys... You've always talked about wanting more compelling matchups, wanting more fun games, wanting more highly profiled contests. So, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk. Al- we're going to we're going to go into your phone calls, thoughts, tweets, chats, and concerns. But also going back into you know Emily's heirloom pound cakes. Emily's heirloom pound cakes. You use the code TDA Emily's. You can earn ten percent off of all orders over thirty dollars. Ten percent off. Off orders, off orders over thirty dollars. That link will be found in the description. But we're gonna come back from the break, have a dialogue on top football. We'll be back after this. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. 
Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Back into the action, folks, on a Friday TGIF edition of the show. You're locked and loaded on to the hottest show on the streets, number one form of Alabama football news, notes, and information. In my own words, George Truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. It's your time, Tide Nation, 205-448-1358. The number to call in to let your voice be heard, 205 205- 448-1358, and we get this thing started off with my man Chris, a.k.a. Ballard Sports Media. Chris, what's going on, man? What's going on, Stephen Smith? Roll Tide Roll. How you doing? Doing good, man. Just praying to God that the SEC, the Big 12, hold out, and we can maybe get Alabama, TCU, and keep the schedule the same or go to a 10-game con- – I mean, it, it, it is crazy right now in college football, man. Yeah, I, I'm honestly just so I, – I really don't care who we play on what week. I just want some football no matter who it is. If, if you want to give us a bunch of cupcakes, I'll take it. I just want to see some football. I think we can all agree on that. But I wanted to call in uh, today. So I live in Florida, but I'm up here visiting grandparents in Alabama for the summer. And for the first time in my life today – I finally got to go to Tuscaloosa, and man, I got to see the stadium. I got to see Denny Chimes, and man, Dreamland. I'll tell you what, man, it's awesome. Okay, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Dreamland or Archibalds? Have you had Archibalds yet? Uh, no, I, I don't think I've heard of that. Is it good? It's uh, it's it, it's pretty slamming right there. So you've tried Dreamland, try Archibalds on top of that, and then make your call. <laughs> All right. I'll have to look into that place. But uh, I, I, it was really cool. Again, I got to see J- Denny Chimes and stuff. I guess because of COVID and everything, obviously schools closed and all that. I mean, it was pr- we were pretty much the only ones there. I got some pictures and stuff. I tried to do uh, a live stream or whatever on my own channel, but it cut out. And I don't know what happened to the first part of the stream, but uh, but anyway, I, I thought it was pretty cool. And as far as the football season goes, I'm hoping we get one. And like I just mentioned, I really don't care who they play in week one. Um, I've heard talk about, oh, if we can't play Pac-12 teams, if they can't play, most likely it's TCU or whatever. And I've heard, I mean, I, I think we can all agree as Bama fans, as much as we love good competition and good wins on our playoff resume, you know, I, I think we all can just agree we just want some football right now, man. And I'm hoping we get it. I think at some point we do get some football. I don't know when, but you know, I think we're gonna we're gonna get a season, whether it be you know postponed or what. But I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully, uh, Nick Saban can break the bear this year with the seventh title. Well, man. I want the same thing. Hopefully we can get some football this year, some football better than none at all. But, uh, Chris, we appreciate the call, man. Keep listening to us. Thanks for taking my call. Roll Tide.
Absolutely. Some football definitely better than none at all. We go to Waylon now in the queue. And Waylon, what's going on, man? It's Friday. Hey, 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 it's Friday on TDA. That's what I wanted to go back to these conference games. Get a hold of Florida. Get a hold of I don't care who we get a hold of. Just jerk a knot in their butt and go on down the road and tote that title down to T-Town, Stephen. What's going on? I mean, well, and, 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 I, and, and I understand that. I would love to play Florida. I would love to play Florida. I would like to play South Carolina. I mean, heck, I would like to play Kentucky for crying out loud. I mean, I understand Mark Stoops' first three years at the Commonwealth wasn't the greatest, but since 2016, he's compiled a record of 32-20. and 20. He's turned the program around. Kentucky looks like it has a respectable football program now. I wouldn't mind playing Kentucky. Exactly, exactly. We'll go. We go. We'll see what'll happen here. I know there's a lot of people in the queue. We got some people having some withdrawals. We ain't had a poem, so hello to everybody in the chat. I appreciate all the love, and we're gonna do a poem tonight for TDA Magazine. So everybody, get ready. We're going in tonight on a good hearty. As Stephen says, three good hearty laughs here. Just tell me when you're ready, Stephen. Man, hey, my heart is already bursting, man. Go. A lot of sports hosts are envy. He will not boast. It's Stephen M. Smith, the GOAT, our TDA host. John runs the cameras. Justin knows all the recruits. He's our boots on the ground. He gets all the news around T-Town. All you have to do when it's time for a break is eat a piece of Aunt Emily's pound cake. Wave your title towel in there. Hit the subscribe button, and don't be afraid to share so get in the queue and voice your views. All the people in Bama love to hear the news. The news in the chat, type your questions and leave your comments because Stephen M. Smith may use your question and you'll make the big time TDA news. All right, we'll see everybody on Monday. Y'all have a blessed weekend. Bye-bye, Stephen. Appreciate it, Wayne. Poem of the year. <laughs> Form of the year right there. Love that one. We continue in the call segments here. You're live here on In My Own Words. What's going on? Man, what's going on, Stephen, man? This turned off from Memphis, man. Dude, hey, do, hey, do, hey, doing good, Turk Dog. What's going on with you? Man, I was... Turk, you're breaking up, man. I saw my phone was messing up, man. Hey, talk to me some more about this uh, Oklahoma TCU Big 12 matchup, man. Well, I mean, if if the Big 12 does not cave in, right? So if the Big 12 does not cave in, I would like I want to see Alabama play TCU to start the season off. And then, uh, you know, have Oklahoma, have Oklahoma State, just all high-end Big 12 teams replace Kent State, replace Georgia State, replace UT Martin. Because as much as we want football, at the same time, we also want entertaining football. So I would like to see a couple of high-end Big 12 teams play Alabama. But appreciate the call, man. Keep listening to us. All time, man. Got another caller in the queue as you guys are lighting this up on a Friday. You're live on the show. What's going on? Roll tight. How we feeling? We got another call in the queue. Got a roll tide in here. Uh, you're live on In My Own Words. What's going on? This is live me on, on the air. Show caller. Go ahead. Hey, man. My name is T. 
What's on your mind, hey, King? Uh, man. I've been a Bama fan my entire life, man. I just really hope we have a damn season coming up. I love your show. I watch it daily. Uh, we got a lot of a lot of uh, big name recruits coming in this next uh, twenty twenty one class, and uh, I just hope everybody keeps their heads up and stay stay positive. You know. Absolutely. I mean, and I'm right there with you, Keith. I want a season also. Some football is better than, you know, none at all. But, you know, my prayer and hope is that we can get a season going this year because I've said this before. And where we are right now as a country, as a nation, athletics has a way of bringing people together. And uh, we could truly use some athletics right now. No doubt. No doubt, man. Alabama football is religion in the South, y'all. Roll Tide, baby. All right, I'm take, out. Take it easy, Keith. Appreciate the call, man. Keep listening to us. You guys lighting us up on a Friday. Another call in the rotation. What's going on? You're live on the show. What's up, Steven? This is Kenneth from Birmingham. What's going on, Kenneth? How you feeling? I'm good. Hey, this is my question. If all the conferences go to just conference schedules, how can we play a national championship game? It seems impossible. That's the biggest question right now. The biggest, that's the biggest question. How can you have a national championship? How can you have a college football playoff? Even for me, how would they divvy out the conference championship game? So that's something that Bill Hancock, the executive director of the college football playoff, he's going to have to get a hold of and other powers that be in uh, college football. I mean, I could see if you have a 10-game schedule – you could play all 10 of your conference games and then play the conference championship game, how you would set that up, and then move that to the college football playoff. But this, this would definitely be something, Kenneth, where Bill Hancock of the CFP, he's going to have to figure out. Yeah, because I, I was saying, I was talking to my friend earlier, I was like, well, maybe they decide which polls, and you know how people feel about polls when it comes to national championships. Yeah, people, people couldn't stand the BCS era, but for what it's worth, the BCS only truly got it wrong maybe one to two times. Yeah, that's true. If that. So I could see Many it. people think we didn't belong against LSU again, but whatever. Well, I mean, it, it just it just comes down to how will the playoff committee go about doing it? How will the uh, how will each conference go about you know the conference championships? It, it's something to think about. It's something to behold. But at the end of the day, you know, fans of Alabama football, fans of college football, they just want to see pads pop, touchdowns being thrown, celebrations being had. They want you guys just want some type of football this year. You're right. Just something, man. But thank you for my call. Roll Tide. Absolutely, man. Appreciate the call there. That's coming from uh, Kenneth there, having his thoughts there on the Crimson Tide. But dive into the topic here and continue to light us up in the YouTube chat line as well as the call in Q205-448-1358. And I'm going to call in to be a part of the conversation. But topic for um, today is... The, the Madden ratings came out. The Madden 21 ratings came out according to uh, Electronic Arts EA Sports here. And so they've dropped the ratings on the rookie quarterbacks. 
and Tua Tagovailoa, the second highest overall rating of 73. He came behind Joe Burrow, who had the highest at 76. I don't know why they gave Jalen Hurts a 68. I mean, that's just beyond me. His overall rating was a 68. Maybe they dropped his accuracy. Maybe they they uh, they slided him in the strength area. I don't know what they did, but they gave Jalen Hurts an overall rating of 68. But uh, getting back here into Tua. The overall rating of 73 and what helped him get that rating according to Madden. You know, he had, he had the speed rating of 81, an acceleration rating of 85. They gave Tua a toughness rating of 90. I mean, I know he had an injury riddle history, but they gave Tua a toughness rating of 90. That's interesting there. He's got a stamina of 82. They gave him a play action rating of 84. And I guess the best one he had here, aside from the toughness rating, he had a short accuracy rating of 86. So, you know, Tua Oa, just a couple of those ratings that helped out him getting the overall mark of 73. But the player that a lot of guys are going to want to play with is one Henry Ruggs at wide receiver. How about Zoom Zoom, the native of Montgomery, the former five-star? He had an overall rating of 76 on Madden, the highest for wide receivers. That speed rating, though, 98. Burner, that speed rating for Henry Ruggs at 98. So that may be the guy you want to play with on Madden. We take another break here on the show, but upon our return, we sit down with the man, the myth, the bona fide legend, the boots on the ground in recruiting Justin Smith, but talk this 2021 class. You don't want to miss it. We're coming back. want delicious homestyle cooking, sushi, and hibachi, check out Otoro Hibachi in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. At home and you can't get away from the TV because the Crimson Tide is about to score? Don't worry. Delivery is also available through Waiter and Crimson To Go. That's Otoro Hibachi in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And make sure you let them know the good folks at Touchdown Alabama sent you. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We're back into the action, folks, on the hottest show on the streets here in my own words with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. We got the man, the myth, the bona fide legend in the building and recruiting Justin Smith here live in studios. But before we get started with that, huge news that has just broke. The Alabama Crimson Tide will not play USC to start the season. The game has been canceled. News has come out from you know our own Patrick Dowd who got the story for Touchdown down Alabama Magazine, so appreciate Patrick there for his diligence, but Alabama will not play Southern California to start the season as the Pac-12 is looking more and more like they will transition into that conference-only schedule, but we got Justin here live in studios, and Justin, biggest news happened late Wednesday night, and it took everybody by storm. Nobody thought that was happening. 
I didn't see it coming. A lot of folks didn't see it coming. I know you told me it, it had even shocked you to see it happen. And that being a Kadarius Callaway, the athlete from the state of Mississippi, the three stars you have him on Touchdown Alabama Magazine's uh, board here. For 2021, he has committed to the Tide, was thought to be Mississippi State's guy, but Freddie Roach goes down there and gets Kadarius Callaway. Yeah, I think this is a intriguing pickup for the Tide in 2021 recruiting class. It's usually a surprise in each recruiting class. You always pick up a guy that basically comes out of nowhere and pretty much slaps everyone in the face. And Kadarius Callaway was definitely that guy in the 2021 class. So would, he, so, so would he be this year's, so would he be that version of Josh Jacobs, or am I speaking way too much into, into existence right now? Well, in terms of surprising, coming in out of nowhere, I guess you can say that, but this is a great pickup for the tie. You're getting an athlete that stands at six foot and weighs 210 pounds, and taking a quick look, quick look at his film there, I was I almost thought that maybe the tie could possibly use, use this guy on the offensive side of the football, possibly because of how explosive he is. He is a pure athlete, Alabama is getting in Kadarius Callaway, but it's an intriguing pickup for the tie with them becoming their third defensive back commit, most likely joining Devontae Smith and Kane Williams. And it also brings to question how many defensive backs will will the tie take in the 2021 recruiting class with so many other defensive backs on the board. Looking at the recruiting board, they still have Terry on Arnold, Jaquincy McKinstry, Jason Marshall, Kamari Lasseter, Kyrie Jackson, Dijon Warren. You can go on and on with the defensive backs the Tide still have on the board. They already have three guys committed. I think we enter now into the conversation of the Tide possibly pulling in six defensive backs in the, defensive backs in this 2021 recruiting class. It's going to be interesting to see how the Tide will use one Kadarius Callaway, especially you know should he sign. But the guy that but the the, the, the guys that. Alabama fans are really excited about just so happen to be those Brockemeyer twins, the, the, the Texas legacy, the Brockemeyer twins, Tommy and James Brockemeyer. I remember you had told me that you got a chance to speak with their father, Blake Brockemeyer, here recently. What was that conversation like? Are they getting closer to a commitment date? What is the vibe? What is the feel now since we're in the month of July where the Brockemeyer twins are concerned? Well, I got a chance to talk with their dad, Blake Brockemeyer, on yesterday, and we talked about a lot of different things that they're currently working on. One of the more intriguing things that we talked about during that conversation was the training that him and his sons were doing during this quarantine and also during the summer as they prepare for their senior season at All Saints Episcopal School in Texas. They are really training different. It's a different training that they are doing that's a little bit different from what most offensive line coaches teach. Of course, Blake Brockemeyer knows his stuff. This is, a, this is a former NFL offensive lineman who was drafted in the first round of the NFL draft, so he knows what he's talking about with the defensive line Line, defense alignment in today's football game beginning to get more and more better continuing to just get all around more athletic you're looking at the defensive line groups across the landscape of football they're getting pretty athletic and that that is one of the reasons why Blake Brockemeyer is training his sons a little bit different I still feel the tide is in a great position after my conversation with um, Blake Brockemeyer I still do feel a decision could come this month of course you guys everyone can read more about um, what he actually said to me on touchdownalabama.com in that subscriber only article
Folks, if you're just tuning in to the show, we got the man, the myth, the boots on the ground here on the recruiting trail. Justin Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine in studio right now. And Justin, so Kendrick Blackshear, here comes another interesting name, the young man of Duncanville, Texas. Now, I remember when you've spoken with him or gotten information on him, you, people thought that you know his commitment could come on July 15th. Others have felt like maybe it may come later than that. So what is the feeling right now on the linebacker? Kendrick Blackshear. Well, we have to look at um, July 15th. Now, since he went on, his, he went on his Instagram live and basically said that's the date that he is looking at, July 15th or possibly two weeks from now. Of course, Kendrick Blackshear is a guy Alabama has been recruiting for quite some time now, offering him in 2018 continuing to build that relationship. This guy missed his junior season of football due to an ACL injury, which is something the Tide is quite familiar with when it comes to the linebacker position. Please don't ever <laughs> remind me of that again, Justin. <laughs> yeah, but um, with Kendrick Blackshear, this is a guy who showed during his sophomore season a lot of good things. He was able to take a lot of great angles in pursuit of the football, showed some great closing speed, and he was a really he was really a thumper at that inside linebacker position. He he's used to playing that traditional inside linebacker role. So this will be a great pickup for the tide in the 2021 recruiting class if they were to pull in Kendrick Blackshear. And with you stating that I know a lot of Alabama fans don't want to bring up ACL and tide linebackers, but this may be a reason why the tide can pull in Kendrick Blackshear. You see also with the Tide's um, medical staff, they have been able to train with those guys and get those guys back to 100% in a relative short period of time when it comes to the ACL injury. If I'm Kendrick Blackshear, I see a coaching staff and a medical staff that, that has experience with that. I'm looking like, yo, they have experience at um, re rebounding guys who have an ACL injury. If I go there, I know I'll be well taken care of if this problem ever arises again. So, Justin, another guy here, I don't know if he has any relation to Deron Payne, but we've got Damon or Damon Payne, a defensive tackle prospect here. Another guy that set his commitment date for July the 26th. When you look at Payne's tape, Payne's film, what do you see? What do you like about him? Could he potentially be a guy to come to Alabama? Well, what I really like about his um, what I really like about his game is his speed off the line. I think it's pretty incredible. Just watching his film, it almost looks as if he's in the backfield before the ball is even snapped. And going back to what Blake Brockemeyer told me about defense alignment becoming um, better um, by the year and by the days, I think DeMond Payne really fits that um, mold of becoming a, a tra untraditional um, defensive tackle guy with a lot of speed at 6'3", possibly 290 pounds now. A guy who's not really that 300-pound monster kid. A guy who's using his speed and agility more at that defensive tackle position. So I think this will be a huge pickup for the Titan 2021 recruiting class, quite possibly the top defensive tackle in the nation. Folks, we got Justin Smith, the lead scout and recruiting analyst, boots on the ground here for Touchdown Alabama Magazine live here on today's show. And Justin, so as at the breaking down some of the main guys here that are looking to make that move to commit to Alabama, you have other targets here who have you know, put out top five lists, top ten lists, what have you. Who are some of the guys that have been putting out these lists or some of the guys that have gotten you know, some offers for Alabama, whether it's 2021 or beyond, that are starting to kind of rise here on the board? I guess you have to look at the guys who have most recently dropped their top school list when it comes to the 2021 
recruiting class, five-star defensive end Corey Foreman, who is quite possibly the top player in the 2021 recruiting class. He did drop that top seven and included the Tide. He is a former Clemson commit. What that top seven shows me is that the fact the Tide is still in contact with them. They are still a player in this recruitment, so it's definitely something to keep your eyes on with Corey Foreman being a five-star defensive end out of California. Alabama was also included in that top five released by Tyreek Sapp, a four-star defensive end out of St. Thomas Aquinas, who will play with the Tide's other um, defensive end commit in Dallas Turner on next season, so that could be something to take a look at. Of course, the Tide ha has had some success at St. Thomas Aquinas, pulling in pulling in um, Braylon Ingram along with um, the safety that they pull in battle. So I think this is a I think this is something to definitely look at. Tyreek Sapp dropping that top five is also pretty intriguing with them dropping that top five with them currently being committed to Florida. You don't see guys who committed elsewhere dropping top school list, but I think this shows that he wants to take official visits. It is, it is five schools included in that top five, so maybe he wants to take five official visits. So that, that, those are the guys I would take a look at. Corey Foreman and also Tyreek Sapp. Just talk about right now, Justin, just the hunger of this coaching staff. I know the 20, you know, 21 class started off slow with the coronavirus and people not being able to have those unofficial and official visits. But it just seems like Saban and the staff, whether it's been the Zoom calls, whether it's been FaceTime, whether it's just finding ways to push different guys, go ahead on, commit now, get your spot now, and we'll work with you as it goes along. What has kicked off this hunger? Because ever since Deontay Nelson, you're looking at nine straight guys. You've been—they've been attacking the state of Florida. What has attributed to this hunger uh, from everybody on the staff? Well, I think this is something that's impacting the whole recruiting landscape. You're looking at the recruiting dead period being extended by the month. Now it's extended through. August 31st, guys don't know when they're going to take visits. So you see a lot of guys committing to schools that they haven't visited recently. Looking at the Tides, recent commits, Kadarius Callaway, Christian Leary, all of those guys have not visited Alabama anytime soon. So that is something to take a look at as well, just looking at all of those different guys who have made a verbal commitment to schools that they have not visited yet. And this is something that we're seeing across the nation as well. So it's definitely something to keep your eyes on. I just think the recruiting landscape is changing in terms of guys don't really um, have to take visits. They're doing virtual visits a lot. I think Alabama is seeing that as well. Maybe they will maybe not take any more visits, get any more visits possibly. I know that is something that Blake Brockemeyer brought up in our conversation. He doesn't feel that any more visits are going to happen. Of course, he is a former support staff member at SMU, so he has some experience in the college coaching ranks. So, just when you look at guys that commit, right, you look at guys that commit and they're able to, you know, have an impact on other guys trying to get them to commit as well. When you look at a Kane Williams or a Jai Hall, who's done a phenomenal job on this recruiting trail, bringing other guys in. What do you think goes into that, seeing how you've got guys that have committed? But they are bent on making sure this is my teammate. You know, that guy's my best friend. I, I got to get him to come to Bama or he's got to come to Bama. What's kind of sort of sparked this off, seeing more and more guys now bringing in best friends, bringing in high school teammates, bringing in maybe even sometimes family members to come to the Crimson Tide to play for this program? I think that goes back to another thing about the current recruiting landscape. You see after a college football game, you see all of these guys from different teams come up after the game shaking each other's hands because, 
because they really know each other. That goes back to the relationship that they have built years before then. These guys are connected more than ever, whether that is social media, going to all of these different camps, going back to going to camps together in the seventh and eighth grade in middle school. They continue to go to camps together throughout high school. They participate in all of those All-America games. They participate in the Nike opening together. So they really build a relationship. They really know each other, especially through social media, the 707 realm, so many different outlets where, where recruits across the nation get a chance to interact with each other. So that really helps. And I know going back to my conversation with the Tides 2022 four-star commit Jeremiah Alexander, he actually shared with me the fact that they have a group chat with some of the top recruits in the 2022 recruiting class. And they just talk just constantly back and forth about different things. Also talking about encouraging one another to go to the school that one is committed to. So these kids are connected more than ever. Folks, if you're just tuning into the show, as always, he's Justin Smith, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine. This is the boots on the ground. Scouting every athlete, recruiting every athlete. He's got a cot, pillow, blanket at every recruit's house. Also, check out Justin's show, The Process, every Tuesday and Thursday on Touchdown Alabama Magazine's YouTube channel. Justin, as always, we appreciate your insight, your expertise on the recruiting trail. Upon our return, we jump back into your phone calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chats, your concerns after this. Menswear in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. All right, folks, back into the action here on the number one forum, number one source for Crimson Tide football news, notes, and information in my own words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine here, folks. Appreciate every last one of you guys for tuning in on today's show. And as always, it's back on you, Tide Nation, 205-448-1358. And I'm going to call in to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358, but number to call in to let your voice be heard on the network. But before we get to the topic here, in my own words, fans, in my own words, fans, given everything that's been going on, you know, with the pandemic, as a small business, we we rely on you. We rely on you, the fans, to keep us going. And the biggest way that you can do that, be a support to us, is be a subscriber to Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Just $5.95 a month, and you get all the information, all the latest information on Alabama and annual magazine. Also, the most exceptional recruiting news from our own Justin Smith. We want you to be a part of our community, and being a subscriber is the best way that you can compliment us. Subscribe to Touchdown Alabama by going to touchdownalabama.com. Your 
Support is, is greatly appreciated. Go to touchdownalabama.com, click join. Your support is greatly appreciated. So definitely want to have you guys continue to support the brand, support the magazine, having all things tied football. But we t- go to the phone lines here when we take a call right now on a Friday. You're live on In My Own Words. What's going on? Good evening, Stephen. This is Spencer. I just wanted to call in and uh, kind of voice my opinion here on the game uh the season this year the first one i still stick by what i told you earlier this year when you asked the question what was your favorite championship year and i said it's going to be this year and i still believe that absolutely absolutely and on top of that i would like i also ask you a question on the uh subscription you just talked about was because I got a, I'm an old man with a flip phone. So when I go in and I pull up YouTube and I subscribe to you, I hit my like button, I do all that, it don't say nothing about become, joining a membership. So how do I do that? Okay. Well, you go to touchdownalabama.com. That's www.touchdownalabama.com. So once you hit that, it's going to go to the site. It's going to go to the site. And once you go to the site, It'll, it'll take you directly where you need to go to. Also, we'll, we'll have a link in the description of the show. So a link will be in the description of the show, Spencer, about how you go to the site, access the site, and go to the appropriate page to join and, and pick up a membership. That I will do, sir. Thank you so much. That's the first time I heard that. All you people in the chat line, I'm telling you right now, we are having a season this year. But I do have one question I'm going to throw out throw out here to you uh steven and then i'm gonna get off here is if we do go and i know we're gonna have a season this year but if they go to a full conference uh place uh schedule how are they going to rate the each conference power schedule because everything's all about the power the power conference the power games what's the biggest games you play blah 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 who has a stronger power conference than the SEC? That's a good question because if, if they do this, you look at the Pac-12, not a lot of people respect the Pac-12 despite the fact that Oregon's grown. You know, Arizona State could be good, but nobody really respects the Pac-12. The Big Ten, uh, aside from Ohio State, you know, who's really challenging Ohio State? Some may say Penn State. Some may say Michigan. But Harbaugh has had terrible luck against Ohio State. So, in the ACC, no one's challenging Clemson right now at all. So, it you, you, you would be hard-pressed to find a conference that would have that consistent power, you know, like the SEC from top to bottom. So, right now, by what you just told me, you could have a one-loss SEC team would have a better power schedule than the other conferences. Yeah. I mean, it's especially if if you go to an all-conference schedule, right, and let's say Alabama was to pull Florida from the east to play, pull a South Carolina from the east to play, just pull some quality, you know, SEC, pull some, some quality opponents out the east – that's going to be a, a tough draw or a tough decision for you know, that college football playoff committee to make because you look at it, 
Florida's expected to be really good this year. I know Dan Mullen has had some issues, but Kyle Trask, a good quarterback, they've got some pieces defensively. You know, for South Carolina, they've got to find the receivers and a running back, but Ryan Holinsky comes back, so he's a pretty solid quarterback in his own right. So if, if in the SEC, if the teams that should be good be dominant this year, it's going to be uh, hard to keep the SEC out of it. Thank you, uh, Stephen M. I'll see you Monday, sir. Appreciate the call that coming from Spencer. Is everybody concerned about trying to have the best solution for a season? We got another call in the queue. You're live on In My Own Words. What's going on? Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's uh, Ricky here. Hey, Ricky, what's happening? Hey, man. I'm, I, you know what I'm really sick and tired of hearing? All these damn LSU fans acting like they're about to come, become a dynasty. All right, man. I mean, First I know, off, man. I know. They win one national championship, and suddenly it's King Tut. But, I, hey, I know, hey, man. Hey, hey, I know. Hey. Yeah, it, it's all good. They hey, can. Hey. They, they can. They can. They can be all happy if they want to and sit. You know what? I, I'm glad for them. They finally got over that hump. But guess what? They what, still got Alabama to deal with. <laughs> and if they think that Alabama just fell off the damn wagon, which is completely completely false, it's hilarious to me. It's I'm classic. ready for this season, man. I'm ready for this season. I'm ready to go down to the Baton Rouge, pay old Coach O a visit, and look for Alabama to get this win. But, Ricky, enjoy the rest of your weekend, man. Appreciate hey, I'm the ready call, to man. take Keep that listening. lunch money. I'm ready to take that lunch money. Same here, man. Hey, be good. Be safe out there. We're going to go to another break here, folks, but continue to light us up in the YouTube chat now with your thoughts, tweets, concerns. Upon our return, we touch on Devontae Smith. Is this the year? Can he break the Alabama career touchdown reception record? Can he break that record set by Amari Cooper? We talked Devontae Smith after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Well, folks, we are locked and loaded, or you are back into the hottest show on the streets, number one form of Crimson Tide football news, notes, and information, that being, in my own words, with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, has always got the man John Ivory in the production studio. Appreciate every last one of you for checking us out on today. Be sure to give a thumbs up, give a like on the show, hit that subscribe button, and turn all of those notifications on so that you can have the best in coverage on your Crimson Tide, but 
Alabama-USC game canceled. No Crimson Tide Trojans to start the opening festivities for the 2020 season. And, I mean, uh, we kind of saw this happening with, I mentioned earlier, USC's been flip-flopping the whole time. You know, one minute they're going, we're going to play Bama, we're going to play Bama. The next minute, where well, we may not have the students on campus, may not have the athletes on campus. Uh, we're going to go to online classes, so... All the flip-flopping that's been happening, you, you kind of saw or you kind of sensed that something like this was going to take shape and, and transpire. Now, my thought being, hopefully, you know, the Big 12, TCU, Texas opportunity to play the Crimson Tide. And you could have Alabama, TCU at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas to start the college football campaign. That would be a big-time matchup. But Alabama, USC, a no-go. No go there for that uh, that game there. But getting into now, Devontae Smith here. Alabama wide receiver, Devontae Smith. And uh, what's crazy is, you know, I've mentioned on, on a recent show that, previous show, the uh, the, dis the uh, Devontae Smith is starting to now get the respect he deserves that he was not getting no early on in his career. We have seen the two uh, national preseason watching lists of uh, the Walter Camp Football Foundation and Sporting News both set him as a first-team preseason All-American wide receiver. But along with that, you're starting to see the NFL draft evaluators, the NFL draft analysts start to take more so of a shine, more so of a looking to, to Smitty. And a couple of days ago, Daniel Jeremiah, who is a former scout uh, in the NFL, he now you know, works for NFL Network and in breaking down his 2021 film study for this for the upcoming future draft class here, the first guy he touched on was Devontae Smith. He spoke on, you know, this guy, he may not be a burner in terms of speed. He may not be you know, a big size guy, but in terms of his route running, his skill set, his ability to just be pure toughness, pure playmaker, he's just pure athlete, pure wide receiver, and uh, Daniel Jeremiah really, really loved Smitty. He compared him. His NFL comp for Devontae Smith was Marvin Harrison. And the moment Daniel Jeremiah said that, I was like, okay, let's go. Because I grew up a diehard Indianapolis Colts fan. Grew up a diehard Colts fan. And as much as I enjoyed Peyton Manning throwing the ball to Reggie Wayne, throwing the ball to Dallas Clark, throwing the ball to to Brandon Stokely, he and number 88, Peyton Manning and number 88, Marvin Harrison, they were soul brothers. Marvin Harrison wasn't the biggest guy, six feet, 186 pounds, wasn't the fastest guy, but he just knew how to get open. He had the instincts, the intelligence, the mindset, the route running concepts, how to manipulate, set up, shut down defensive backs, work back to Peyton Manning. It was as if all Peyton had to do was look at Marvin, trust Marvin. Harrison was going to be in his spot every single time. Eight-time Pro Bowler in his 13 seasons in the league, a Pro Football Hall of Famer is Marvin Harrison. So to see Daniel Jeremiah say that his NFL comp for Smitty is Harrison, pretty big praise right there. And it's not just Jeremiah. You also look at Jim Nagy, who's the executive director for the Senior Bowl, very smart guy, highly intelligent guy, very bright dude. And you know, Jim Nagy has been an NFL scout for 17, 18 years. Long time here. So the last, so he said, the last season, he, he looked at Devontae Smith 
as the most complete receiver for Alabama's team, Alabama's roster for 2019. That tag of being the most complete guy, that is saved for guys like Julio Jones and, uh, you know, Amari Cooper and Jerry Judy. You know, no, no guys like that. But for, and Calvin Ridley also, but for Jim Nagy to say Devontae Smith was the most complete receiver, the most complete guy in that room this past season, especially with Alabama having Judy, having Waddle, and having Ruggs, that's that's big time. Like, that is huge. And with Judy and Ruggs now in the NFL, the question becomes, realistically, what will be the numbers Devontae Smith can put up this year? How, what, 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 what are the type of numbers Smitty can put up? What can we expect that Smitty can put up stats-wise? And could he be the guy to tie or surpass Amari Cooper for the all-time career touchdown record mark among receivers here for the Crimson Tide. Smitty has 23 career touchdowns, Amari Cooper 31. So he's eight shy of tying, nine shy of getting that record. And the reason why I'm asking this question is, you know, um, A.J. McCarron, he had a lot of big-time quality receivers. But there was something about Kevin Norwood. He had that connection with Norwood. And then uh, as good as, you know, Blake Sims had it with other guys – you know, he had that connection with Amari Cooper. So, you know, for Devontae Smith, how quickly can he get the record? If he can get it, you know, I think he I think he could have nine touchdowns this year and surpass that mark of Amari Cooper. But, folks, you want the best in news, notes, information, coverage, and content on the Crimson Tide. It's very simple, very easy to access this. You can get this by downloading the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app off your iPhone from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple, a Google Play Store if you have the Android phone. For your audio listening needs, we have you covered here on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Overcast.fm or iHeartRadio. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I will be back on Monday continuing the conversation that is Crimson Tide Football. Also, remember, if you want individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine and having those sent to your door, the link will be found in the description. You can purchase those individual copies of the magazine. But until next time, folks, husbands love your wives. Wives appreciate value those husbands, children do those things legitimately now to not be bored get those three hearty meals a day those three great laughs a day protect yourself protect the loved ones around you till next time folks spending my own words 